And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's another edition of Tell Al Tuesday, and I have asked Isaac to join me again. Now, you've heard Isaac on the show before. Isaac is a very interesting person. He's in his 30s. He hasn't achieved the age of 40 yet, hasn't even gotten close to what you think a retirement age is. But let me tell you about Isaac. He's real estate retired. He got real estate retired in his 30s. Let me tell you something else about Isaac that you may not know. And this is from Isaac's own words. I'm, I'm going to read to you what Isaac wrote to me. It's going to blow your mind. Stick around. My wife and I, now this, now before, before I get into this, let me take you all the way back to around eh, 2015, 2016 time period. Okay. So we're going to go back a little while, about seven or eight years. And, and I want you to get inside of Isaac's mind as I read to you what he wrote me. My wife and I were only one year into our marriage and we were already Tired of working. Yeah, that's right. They were tired, tired of working. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever have a moment when you feel like that? I know I had many moments like that during my working career. Let me go back to Isaac, though. Dropping off our son so early to school and picking him up so late was not the life that we wanted. After dinner, homework, shower, we only had, oh man, 30 minutes with him. They had 30 minutes of the day with the child that the both of them loved. Just 30 minutes, that's all they were allotted, doing what society told them to do. Go to work, work hard, save up some money. They were taught all of those things, and they were allotted 30 minutes of time to spend with the child that they loved. Back to Isaac. We wanted our time back at a younger age, and we're trying to find passive ways of income so that we both didn't have to continue working so hard. Our family life was valuable, and there wasn't enough of it. We went to several multi-level marketing events, and we joined zero of them, as we did not believe they could provide any long-term passive income. We also wanted our time back at a young age so that we can serve other people. We weren't sure in what capacity we wanted to serve, but if we had our time back, then we would be more capable of serving God and people. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to bring Isaac onto the show and we're going to welcome him. Well, welcome back to the show, by the way, Isaac. Um, it's good to have you back. This is a very, very powerful statement that, that you wrote me. And, and I just really want to get into the, your mindset. What were you thinking when you wrote this to me? Well, thanks. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for all you do, man. Um, taking every day to help people um, realize there's a better way of life right through stories and what you share. Um, man, when I wrote that, it was just a, a place of, you know, looking back and saying, man, thank you, God, where I was and where we are today. Um, we value um, spending time with our children. We, we value spending time um, uh, serving. We, we value time helping people. Like, this is what we enjoy. And at the time, we didn't have a lot of time to be able to do any of that. And through real estate and, and be able to implement the 
what edu what lifestyle has taught us has really allowed us to catapult into providing getting our time back so much greater right uh, as i sit here today um, i get to take my kids to school almost every day and they get out of school at 3:30 and after after school at 3:30 i play soccer with my son outside for half an hour an hour um i get to hang out with my daughter she loves puzzles i take my son to soccer practice i take my daughter to gymnastics i come home and work together right we're all at home hanging out having dinner uh spending time my son loves playing dino monopoly that's his new thing right it's been about a year we get to do that right and then we get to help other people right um during uh, kind of more during the day while they're at school I'm helping out people when it comes to mentoring and real estate and then we have able to put time effort into a church or wherever the lord kind of sends us so that that key part man it's just from a place of gratitude like thank you god for taking us from where we were to where we are now tell me what you told me because everybody needs to hear your love for your family man um the my family's fun like I really enjoy them. My kids are fun. My wife is a blast. And what real estate has allowed us is to get this time back that I pick him up and I get to horse around with my son playing soccer outside. And then he'll finish some uh, if he has any schoolwork left over from the day. He'll do that. I'll play. I'll do some puzzles with my daughter. Um, then get her ready for gymnastics. I get them both ready and we'll go. And sitting down watching him um, play soccer, I get to sit there and watch him you know, uh, play and practice. I get to watch my daughter do gymnastics, get in the car, talk about how it went, come home. And we get to sit around the table, have dinner. Um, we have Friday night and Saturday night movie nights. And it's just this, I know what's going on with them. I know what's going on most of the time, what's going on. I'm a teenager, so I get bits and pieces of information sometimes, but I get to every day we talk about what's going on and how things are. And, um, really just blast. My son loves playing dino, dino Monopoly and Jurassic Park, actually, he would correct me. Jurassic Park Monopoly and do that for a couple hours, right? It's just that that means the world because there's they're, they're so special that I get to do that. It's really a place of I don't have to, but I get to. And it's my privilege and I get to now implement that time with them and that's how I get to spend my time. Hey, speaking of time, it sounds like you are in complete control of your time. Is is that a fair statement? Yes, for the most for the majority part, that is correct. So that means there's there's really no taskmaster weighing down on you. There's there's no boss that's requiring you to show up at least forty hours a week. That's giving you unreasonable deadlines. That's that's requiring you to do things that are superhuman to accomplish. I mean, is that a fair statement? Man, superhuman. That's that's a big. I would like to say that we are definitely able to move around and uh, make changes a lot more on the fly, less uh, red tape when we have to make decisions, a lot more of, hey, God, what are you asking for? Cool, sounds good. Hey, honey, what do you think? Okay, great, let's go, right? Um, we definitely have a responsibility, as it says, that myself as a mentor and give members the time that they deserve to be able to help them um, when they reach out and be able to work through um, a lot of things when it comes to real estate after they join um, a level of membership. But except for that, there's a lot of flexibility and being able to go on Tuesday mornings to my men's group, right? On Wednesday nights, I have been trying to do flag football. Yeah, I'm 39, but I could still play. So I go on Wednesday nights and I'll play 
uh, after, at 8 p.m. So my kids are getting ready for bed and, and I get to go and play for a couple hours. So it's really a lot more flexibility, man. That's kind of what day-to-day looks like over here right now. So I'm, I'm kind of taken back on the, the concept that you lived in Miami, Florida, one, one of the most beautiful cities in the United States of America. And you and Carolina made a decision to move to a place called Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, I'm not picking on Tulsa, Oklahoma, but man, talk about a paradigm shift. What caused you to go from Miami to Tulsa? So we, uh, I think, you know, my wife would say that unless uh, God called us out of Miami, Florida, I lived there my whole life. I was a diehard Miami guy. I love the city. I really have. Um, but when God calls, there's another level of, hey, now where, where's my priorities at? Is it where I want to be or where God is calling us to do? And when you kind of make the right mind shift and heart shift of I want to be in the will of God, we said, okay, we don't know what Tulsa looks like. I actually never stepped foot in there until we rented a house virtually for us to live there. And about a couple weeks, I think it's maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month before we moved, I was like, hey, honey, I would like to go visit this, the city that we're about to move in. Um, so we take a, a weekend trip, um, just her and I, for about two days, and we came to visit Tulsa, and then we went back. And, um, and we officially moved, man. We were there for... Um, March 2021 until uh, September 2023, when uh, around July 2023, just a few months ago, God called us again and said, hey, I want you somewhere else now. So we we went through and we prayed, we fasted, we seek the Lord, and it was uh, it was to move again. So we had the same opportunity to move without our income changing. We had the blessing of God and the favor of a favor and blessing of God and he gave us the favor of man, and we were able to move again. So he's moved us twice in the last uh, four years. So you're in California. Is there anything in California, real estate related, that makes sense to you there? You know, interesting enough, at the moment, uh, there's absolutely nothing, right? There's there's laws and and um, that are put in place at California that don't make it very um, easy or fun for us to run the business we want to. We're just going to keep buying at the moment where we were buying before in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? And um, Texas. So we still have real estate in Texas that we manage, self-manage. And we have real estate that we bought while we lived in Tulsa um, that we have there now. And uh, future deals right now are going to be happening in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So we'll be just doing things remotely. Um, we were able to put a team together there and we bought, we have about three, we have four uh, rentals now because our homestead is now a rental. Um, so we have four over there and then we have um, the ones in Texas. So we're going to keep buying in Oklahoma. We're not going to, um, we're renting here in California. Interesting. So the business model that you established in Miami, Florida, carried you to Tulsa, Oklahoma. It worked in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You bought additional assets there. Then the Lord took you to Northern California. You realized Northern California is not the right place to invest. So all you do is continue to follow the model that you laid out, what, seven or eight years ago? That's right. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's understanding principles, understanding processes, and we'll put that in place, you can duplicate that anywhere, right? I, I'm helping out members that are buying in one state and recently conversations are like, well, I like the deals coming from a different one. Okay, cool. And they're like, okay, I'm going to repeat the process. I'll let you know where I need help. Excellent. Let's do this, right? Let me know where you want my, my advice on. 
But once you understand the process of how to do things remotely, you can duplicate it um, where you where you want to, and where you actually live will not depend on how well or how not well that asset does, because now you are put um, different uh, um, processes in place that don't depend on you physically having to be there. Man, it makes total sense to me, but you know what? There are people listening to us right now that you've just made nervous. Are you aware of that? <laughs> uh, yes, because I, I remember being nervous. Uh, that, that I ask God to always keep that emotion fresh um, in my mind um, of what it felt like. Yeah. You know what, Isaac? You're on a great path. And when we come back from the break, we're going to get back into the path that he's traveling. It's an amazing story. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Lifestyles Unlimited members share their stories and strategies for success at case study events. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still, we just like, we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to, to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers, and he got downsized from his corporate job. But they didn't buy just one house, right? No, they did not. You rehab in house number nine. right now. Nine. Wow. So every month, the cash flow is $3,200. Okay, the equity of all the houses is up to 280000 Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in person and online dates at lukstudy.com. Once again, that's lukstudy.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, it's a Tell Al Tuesday show. I have Isaac with me. Now, Isaac, unbeknownst to you, now some of you probably know this already because some of you are Lifestyles Unlimited members that listen to the show. Isaac serves at Lifestyles Unlimited as a single family mentor. It means that his role, his responsibility within the organization is to assist members with understanding how to correctly invest in single family assets. Now, what qualifies him to be a mentor? Well, the fact that he's a member of Lifestyles Unlimited and he has proven success doing what we teach. He was able to retire not only himself, but his beautiful wife, Carolina. They live a completely different lifestyle today than they did when they were working for somebody else. And one of the things that Isaac wanted to do was he wanted to help other people. And if you have not figured out that that is a big piece of who Isaac is, man, you've missed the whole first part of the show. So if you missed the first part of the show, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, check out the radio tab, and you'll be able to find this show repurposed as a podcast there for your listening enjoyment. So Isaac, talk to me about this, this mentorship thing. Why, why would you want to, after retiring yourself and gaining all of your time, all of your control of your life back, why would you want to step in a role as a mentor and help other people? Um, man, that's a, that's a really good question now. And for, 
for me and my wife, um, we understood that someone else decided to take this role and the way that it blessed our life was tremendous, right? I reached out to my mentor quite a lot on the first few deals. And I remember the first, first deal I ever put an offer on, not the first one I closed, but the first one I ever put in, again, being from Florida, I put an offer into a property in, um, in uh, Texas and they accepted our offer, went through the inspections and the inspection report was all this red stuff. And one of them said, big cracks of foundation, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's foundation issues. Imagine I'm coming from Florida. I was like, that's a big problem. I pulled out of the deal. I, I didn't move forward. And then I called my mentor and I just said, hey, did you know that this had this and this? And I had foundation issues. And I just said, how am I ever going to, man, I'm so glad I got out of that deal. And he goes, really, Isaac? He goes, it's not that big of a deal. You should have done just this, 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 this. That you would have been just fine. And it would have been a great deal. And I was like, oh, dang. Okay. So it it was one of those that it was, hey, it's not that big of a deal as you think it is. But two, you should have called me first. So it was kind of one of those, okay, now I have things in order. So every time, every time I put a, uh, put a, an offer on a deal, him and I went through it. We went through scope of work. We went through, um, evaluating. And, um, there was one time specifically, this was when we were closing on the first deal that we actually closed on the duplex. And it was December and I called him and I left him a voicemail and it said, I'm currently in Australia living life. I was like, Oh great. He's not going to get back to me. Okay. And then um, I sent him an email, I think, first, and then I called him. And then, I, unbeknownst to me, um, it's 9 p.m. my time in Florida, and I'm getting a call. And it's, he's like, hey, what's up? Um, I, I saw your voicemail. Uh, what, what do you want? I was, like, I was like, you're calling me from Australia. He's like, yeah, I still got time. How, what, what do you want to walk through? And that, that willingness for him to call me from Australia to help me on my deal, it, 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 it put a seed in my heart of – man, he cared enough. So that allowed us to be successful. So we want to do this for other people. And we saw the value and how beautiful and big important it was for us. And we also have, we're vested in seeing lifestyle succeed as my children are 13 and six. Well, she's six now in a couple of days. And we want this organization to be around when our children are of age, right? We want them to go through uh, the two day course. Uh, we, we was, my wife and I were joking this last month, we were putting together, a, 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 a revoke, uh, revocable trust and all this. And I asked the lady, I was like, Hey, is there any way in our trust that we could put that our children have to go through the two day course before they get any of our assets? Like, is there somewhere we could put that in there? And, uh, it just, <laughs> it was, it was a conversation that we were laughing about, but we were somewhat serious because of the the power that this organization this this like-minded group of people have so that's that's the why behind why we decided this was the right opportunity for me to do has your 13 year old shown any interest in what you do with real estate so he's had some questions right he uh, was homeschooled for a year and uh, he would sit there next to me while, well, in the same house, right? He would sit next to me or in the living room and I was in the kitchen or whatever it is. And he would hear me, hear me mentor people, right? So he'd hear what, what I was saying and how I was saying it and, and the advice. And on top of that, um, he kind of realized, I think he was 10 at the time, 
that we were home a lot, right? We were with him a lot. And uh, he was talking to a family member on the phone. I remember when he was 10 years old and that family member was just saying, hey, I'm sorry. It's been, I've been working two jobs and it's just been a lot. And my son tells him, he's like, wow, you work a lot. You should do real estate. And (laughs) I love that. Yeah, it, it, uh, it was one of these like, okay, he, he's in the space, he's in the area, he's understanding uh, certain concepts. Maybe he doesn't know how to apply the concepts, but he understands more time, more real estate, more time. Like he understood that without me having to verbally tell him face to face by just being in the environment. So when he gets a little older, will he show maybe a little bit more interest? Yeah, we've had conversations, we had con- talked about things and he understands what we do, how we do it. Um, and very soon I want to get into the numbers with him and, uh, maybe, but before he's 15, use some of his own money to be able to buy his first deal. Um, that's kind of the goals that we have. Do you find that new members that come to you for consultation are, are still harboring fears or have they gotten past those fears because they've gone through the financial freedom seminar education? Hmm. So that's a good question. I would say most people still have not gotten through that fear. I have a couple guy, a uh, couple guys and girls that they're like, "Hey, this works. This sounds great. Let's do this." And they're Type A's and they're ready to buy 15 properties, right? Um, but that's not most people, right? Most people are like, "I understood what they said. This makes sense. I still don't know how to go from A to B, right? How do I get from I live in um, I live in Washington State and I want to buy single family, and I know Washington State is not a good state at the moment to buy single family." So I don't know how to get to the point of buying a single family in a market that does, right? And that is there's fear there because they don't understand the process. And as mentors, we're able to help them through that process to be able to teach them, give them the advice, give them the knowledge, give them resources so they could do it on their own while they do it, we're with them along the path. But the fear many times does not leave. And that's fair. There's still times when I buy a single family, I'm like, well, I've done everything right, checked off all my T's, dot all my I's. There's still a, hey, a risk because it's real estate. However, the fear is not as great because I have the education and the understanding and the knowledge and the team put together. So we're past that part. There's still that when you start that you still got to work through, right? I, my, my wife and I believe that if fear stops you from making a bad mistake, maybe that's not too bad. But when fear stops you from making a good mistake, well, that's not good, right? Fear should be sometimes like a stop sign, right? Like, oh, this is a little fearful. Look to your left, look to your right. Okay, everything's fine. Move forward, right? Stop, make a look to the left, look to the right, and move forward. And that's what allows you when you kind of come together within like-minded community to be able to push through those fears. Let me uh, let me redirect the conversation because I'm really curious about where you're going as far as your personal future. We we know that you've bought a bunch of single family assets. You use single family to get you in Carolina retired. You've sold some of those assets. What are you going to do with the money that you receive from the sale of the assets that you disposed of? So we uh, our goal is to continue um, investing in single family. Uh, interesting enough, we're able to, um, because we have so much excess depreciation, um, we're able to sell these properties, keep the money in the bank and deploy them when we, um, when we find a good deal, um, without paying taxes. I know that's probably a whole lot of 
so there's a lot of people listening like, whoa, what is that? I don't understand what he just said, but we have enough excess depreciation that our accountant says, yeah, go ahead, sell it. And then we're able to deploy our funds properly into more single family at the time we want to, as we continue creating our portfolio. For a long time, we wanted to be uh, IROs. So we wanted to buy enough single families so we could be independent real estate owners, um, buy our own uh, small apartment complex and kind of grow from there. Um, you know, as God is t- taking us across country, um, those those goals may change a little bit now in the future. However, it's still buying more single family is still um, on our radar and still something we're going to keep doing as right now we're getting incredible equity captures in single family because of where the market is. Right, A lot of buyers are out of the market. So we're able to capture greater equity on a lot of these properties now. Um, so we're still buying single family and we're going to keep on investing and um, whether it's in Texas or Oklahoma, but most likely, at least for us personally, we're going to be uh, diving into that market that where we used to live recently in Tulsa. Do you think you'll ever get into the multifamily space? I mean, you mentioned that you were thinking about doing it, but do you think that's a, a reality for you too? I do. I think it is a reality. I don't know time frame of what it looks like, whether it's to which our goal was to buy an independent real estate, be an independent real estate owner. Um, I wonder if maybe the next step should be just putting some money into passive deals, um, be a passive on some multifamily leads um, with some multifamily leads, um, be able to go into that space. But multifamily is definitely on the radar. Man, I'll tell you what, you, you've got some, some great opportunity available to you. Uh, what are you seeing in, in the marketplace? Do you, do you think that we're going into a massive crash like the entire you know, Internet says, or are prices appearing to be stable? Yeah, the prices are not um, going down in most markets. They're stabilizing. Um, there is a, from my understanding and what I've read and heard, my opinion is there's still a, um, a, a lack of assets and properties out there to buy. And um, even though interest rates are higher at the moment, there are still a lot of people that are needing to sell and especially properties that are, um, distress assets, how we're buying, how uh, what we buy in um, lifestyles, um, that is a category that those prices are going down, right? And we're able to buy properties at a much better rate, a uh, much better price, and we're capturing more equity because the values of homes that are, um, you know, ready to go all fixed up and nice, those aren't dwindling down in most markets we're actually able to capture a larger equity because there's a larger spread there. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. You know, Isaac, I I just got to tell you that I've had a blast uh, doing the show with you today. I think you and I, even though we have a, a fairly big age difference, I think you and I see things pretty much the same way. We're focused on our family. We're focused on our careers, or I should say destroying our careers. We are focused (laughs) on retirement and we are focused on creating the lifestyle that we've always wanted. You, my friend, you have created a lifestyle that you have always wanted. And I have to commend you for that. If you want to do what Isaac is doing, if you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop and let's get you going. Thank you.
you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.